The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Hey, welcome to 1002. I am your host, Mike Baker. What a joy it is to be with you today as we just take a few minutes to focus on God's word and pray for the unreached uh, around the world. And if you're unfamiliar with the unreached, I encourage you to go to joshuaproject.net. That is where uh, I get my information, most of it. Uh, Some things I know personally from trips and experiences, but there are so many unreached. And I apologize for any background noise. I'm sitting outside just enjoying nature today as I record this. So there's some birds chirping and cicadas, and obviously there's vehicles as well. So, but the Josiah Project, there, if you're not aware of it, you know over 60% of the world is still unreached, and church that should not be. Today, I just want us to lift up the co- the country of Ivory Coast, uh, Cote d'Ivoire specifically, and specifically the na- the area in the north uh, where there would be many many Fula Arjola people and Fula people, but specifically the Jola people. Uh, We currently have a friend who's working amongst them, uh, learning the language, uh, the Jola people, for about 99% Muslim. There are a few believers amongst them, uh, not necessarily in Ivory Coast, but around some of the other countries in West Africa. Uh, They're pretty closed off. They're pretty staunch Muslim, but also very good businessmen for the most part, and so... They battle that whole money and world. And so just want to lift up the Jolas of, of specifically Cote d'Ivory, but really all of West Africa. As there, there are groups of Jolas in all of the different countries in West Africa, in Guinea, in Guinea-Bissau, in Gambia, in Senegal, and Cote d'Ivory. Um, Lord, we just pray that you would open their eyes. Lord, that you would help them to see that you are truth and you are king, that you are God, that it's not Allah. Help them to see that you are the one and only God, that it is not Muhammad, it's not Allah, that you are the King, the Jehovah, the Jireh, the one who did everything for us and died for us and sacrificed for us. God, help them to understand that. Just open their eyes and be with all the workers that are working with the Jola people. Lord, just help them to understand language, open their minds, open their tongues. God, give them just witness today god give them opportunities today unlike any other they've ever seen for our devotion today i just want to focus on psalms ten sixteen. the lord is king forever and ever the nations perish from this land from his land specifically sorry the lord is king forever and ever and the nations perish from his land and just want to remind us as believers that this world, this earth, this land is the Lord's. You know, he created the heavens and the earth and he placed man here to take care of it. And initially that was in the garden. And in that garden, man and woman had community with God. They walked with God. They shared with God. And as sin entered that community and that bond was broken, and man began to think this was his and his alone. And here we are, 
however many thousands of years since that point, we could argue that how many that's been. But for lack of a term, 10,000 years removed from the creation or 12 or whatever it is. And we've forgotten that the Lord is king. We've forgotten that this is his world and his nation. And in the in-between time, we battle for kingdoms here on earth. We battle for nations here on earth. And we pledge ourselves to these nations and these kingdoms. And yet as Christians, we're not supposed to do that. As Christians, we're called to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. As Christians, we're called to pledge ourselves to the Lord of lords and the king of kings and not to earthly kings. Now, we are called to respect our earthly kings and be a part of those kingdoms and participate where it's appropriate until we are asked to go against God's will. And then obviously we would fight. But man, there's so much focus on who we are as humans and what nation we're a part of and what rights do I have. And yet the Bible clearly reminds us that the Lord is the king forever. Right? The Lord is the king forever and ever. He'll never perish. He'll never fail. He'll never go away. And his nation will never perish. But the nations of this land will. And nations come and go. The Babylonians came and went. The Persians came and went. The Greeks and the Romans, they came and they went. And many of the nations that we know today will come and go. It is just how it works. But God, if you're a part of his family and his kingdom and his nation, that, that lasts forever. So I just want to encourage you today as you walk through life, think about that. Are you devoted to the kingdom of heaven or have you gotten sidetracked and devoted to other things? Are you devoted to God's kingdom and the nation that truly lasts forever, being his son or his daughter, a part of his kingdom? Or have you got confused on where your citizenship lays or lies or rests? Because we're citizens of heaven first and foremost. And let us not forget that. Let us focus on kingdom work. Going out and telling people who've never heard, going out with the good news to these unreached people groups. And some of these may live right around you. Many of these people are now refugees in different various countries, depending on where you are in the world listening. And they might be living around the corner from you. So let us go out and make disciples of all nations, remembering where our citizenship lies. Pledging our allegiance to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, whose nation lasts forever and whose nation will never perish. Hallelujah.